cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence, and it's not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast or Twitter at Cult Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require monetary or physical sacrifices as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organization in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these are our opinions. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Marie Bella. And we are coming to you sort of live. Uh, we're doing something a little bit different this time. Marie had some scheduling conflicts, so we are via webcam. How does it feel? Good. Can you guys see my nipples? <laughs> no. What? We cannot. <laughs> I just think webcam and automatically I'm like, cam girls. <laughs> well, I almost broke all of our equipment trying to rush over to see the screen, so it was very unfortunate on our end. It's, it's been pretty rough. Sorry, well, guys. I, I have to also explain a little bit. It is going to be Marie's week again because we're actually doing something super cool for the next couple weeks. So we're going to do an episode this week. And the next week, we're going to start our three-part series on Om Shinrikyo. Whoa! Super excited. You may have seen in the Facebook group and on Instagram, we posted that we're going to have a meetup in San Diego on February 24th. That's because we'll be essentially taping our last episode of the Om Shinrikyo series in San Diego with one of our friends of the show. So if you're in the area, please come hang out with us. Let us know on Facebook or Instagram if you're going to be there so we can kind of get a feel for how many people. It'll be a fun time. Also, as an added bonus, both Paige and I will be performing live comedy. Live-ass comedy. At the uh, Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. That is correct. So you can come to the meetup and then watch us, uh, I don't know, do comedy. Yeah, over salads or some shit. Yeah, they have drinks too. Yeah. So without further ado, Marie, who are we talking about this week? Well, first let me say a couple things. Uh, Go ahead. One... Because, okay, so my headphones are in, and I can hear you guys on our FaceTime situation, so I cannot hear myself. Correct. I just looked over my shoulder and saw my little three-legged Harper cat, and she, I'm pretty sure she's meowing, but I don't know for sure, so there may be some random meows in this. There, um, there have been. Yeah, I hear okay. the meows. Here's the good news about that. When we're talking, if she meows, it doesn't matter, because we could cut that out. Okay, cool. She's yeah. Uh, also, as a as a side thing, you could just take one of your earphones off. That's true. You can kind of 
Oh, like yeah, I'm be cool like a DJ. DJ. Yep, yeah. there we go. Like you're pink in a recording studio. Yeah, if you want, I can lend you my gold chain and Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Yeah, Armando's in a gold chain and a Hawaiian shirt today. Yeah, that's a great combination. I just look. I'm living my best life. I told him he it looked really like he was part like of a it. pizza cartel, and it was pretty great. <laughs> oh, I wondered why you said that. I I haven't like seen him. I saw his finger at one point, but I haven't seen him, so I did not understand the reference. I just rolled with it. Yeah, the two times I've appeared on Marie's camera was to flip her off when we were checking <laughs> levels. And then when she said, can you guys see my nipples? And then I just burst I, I caught just a little bit of your King Jong-un haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. It's a good, I got a fade. It's, all right. Oh, a fade. I like okay. it. Okay. Okay, so today. Okay. Oh, and another thing. Paige and I had talked about just chit-chatting. Um as we do, uh, just a friendly reminder to all of our listeners that we hope you know that in no way, shape, or form are we ever criticizing or making fun of the victims of these cults and the people that they have hurt. We are merely commenting on the absurdity of the cult leaders themselves and their batshit insane ideas. So we hope that we have not offended or hurt anybody in the process by cracking jokes. We never would want to hurt people or make unless they're the evil cult leaders or make the victims feel that they have been further victimized so agreed that was yeah. very well said right oh hey yeah, almost like it was written by a journalist oh weird <laughs> it actually was not written that was on the fly uh it wasn't that eloquent <laughs> no, it was good it was good i liked it i liked it thanks okay so without further ado Today, tonight, we're talking about a particular family that you may have been paying attention to as of late. And they're not necessarily a cult, but they are weird as fuck. And those are the Turpins. The children are not weird. We are not mocking the children. We are simply saying that these parents are insane. And uh, we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to venture to guess that the children did not ask to be put in those matching plaid outfits. It was the parents, and they're the real villains. The parents yeah, are it's, the... Yeah. It's like uh, you can't blame uh, Jaden and Willow Smith. You got to blame their uh, crazy dad. Um, he, But he had a tough, you know, growing yeah, up, too. Yeah, I mean, he was like West Philadelphia born, born and, and raised. <laughs> On the playground well, where he spent most of this. his days. Oh, man, I was about to say that. okay um so my sources are and i think there's more but i stopped writing them down because there were so many god shut up harper yeah it's as a quick break the cat is really loud yeah the cat is super loud at this point it's almost passive aggressive (laughs) like hey hey i think you are making fun of the victims meow meow So I don't. Hey, know how come I don't you? get my my oh, my own mic? Meow. I don't know if I've told you this, but Harper loves violence. Like whenever there's a violent thing going on on television or there's weapons, she gets really excited and she comes out of whatever creepy crevice she was hiding in to watch. And we always say that she's really just saying murder, killing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying she was meant to be your cat. Yes. <laughs> Assault rifles. Like, that's what she's really saying. 
True crime kitty. True, True crime, crime kitty. kitty. It's she. Her favorite shows are Dateline and Cops. <laughs> she loves that shit. Jake watches Cops sometimes. I watch. Okay, cops let's not shit on Cops too much. I love that show. <laughs> are you kidding me? Okay. I just after like the third or fourth person pulled out of a car with no pants on, I'm just like, I'm out. I can't. Yeah. You're just jealous that they get to be living their best life with no pants. This is true. Let's get started on these creeps. Okay. Our sources today uh, include, but are not limited to, CrimeOnline.com, PopCulture.com, Daily Mail, which is always a great source, The Sun, New York Post, People, Fox 5 Vegas, The Sun, Inside Edition, Time, New York Daily News, and CNN. January 14th, 2018, in Paris, California. That is spelled P-E-R-R-I-S, for those of you wondering... Like, what the deal is? Yeah. Yes. I am familiar. Very familiar with Paris, California. Well, I know you're familiar, but I don't know that our listeners are familiar. Why are you familiar with Paris? I feel like there's just a bunch of cows there. So my grandmother lives in the area. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah. She's actually, she's actually the skinniest of my family. I just remember driving through and noticing a lot of livestock, not your grandmother, just livestock. Most people's uh, (laughs) memory of Paris, California is, I was just driving through. Yeah, yeah. That that was what I literally just said, so exactly. Exactly, yeah. I'm sorry, though. I didn't mean to offend. (laughs) It's fine. I always accidentally, like, say something horribly offensive that pertains to Armando. (laughs) (laughs) Every time, without fail. Um, okay. Anyway, Paris, California. That is where David and Louise Turpin uh, were discovered being total fucking weirdos and abusing and imprisoning their 13 children. Jesus. So, the way that that was discovered was one of their daughters, a very brave 17-year-old girl, was able to escape and crawl out the window and call Riverside County Sheriff's Department and tell them what was going on. And they took appropriate action and went over to that house and got those kids out. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When the police got there, um, some of the children were chained to a bed. All the rooms were dark, smelly. Um, It was just a complete scene. And neighbors report actually seeing Louise Turpin laughing and kind of smirking at the whole thing. Which is just atrocious. But it was okay. So, it was okay because before she did that, she made an announcement of how she wasn't making fun of the victims. She was just. Oh, it's no. just. She just. She has a comedy you? podcast. Is this is this because of your grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> David Allen Turpin was born on October seventeenth, nineteen sixty one, and Louise Anna Turpin was born on May twenty fourth, nineteen sixty eight. And it really pisses me off that she was born on May twenty fourth because I was born on May twenty fifth. Granted, it was 1988, not 1968, but I just don't like sharing a birthday so close to someone who sucks so hard. Really? Have you ever thought about what it's like to share a birthday with Charles Manson? Because mm, awesome. I mean, it's still pretty dope. I mean, also Ryan Gosling. I just. Oh well, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't share mine with. I don't think I share a birthday with a cool celebrity. I just am closely sharing one to. Louise Turpin, who voluntarily married a man with that haircut, which is oh, a problem in I know. itself. He's got like Lord Farquaad's haircut from Shrek. 
That was actually it's- my <laughs> next haircut, so I'm... <laughs> nope. I believe it. Um, so they got married in 1985. Oh, wow. I share a birthday with a lot of famous well, people. good for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> they got married in 1985 when he was 23 and already creepy as fuck, and she was 16. So, David... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, hello. Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I was too busy laughing 16. at him being creepy as fuck. 16? Ooh. You were too busy laughing at him being creepy yeah, as fuck to ignore exactly. him being even creepier as yes, fuck. Yes, yes. <laughs> no. As long as he doesn't start violently meowing, we should be good. <laughs> yeah. It's a possibility. <laughs> I mean, he might. He might let off a meow or two. Hey, Jake, give us give us your best meow. That is Solid accurate. Meow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed. Um, David. Bye. <laughs> David graduated from Virginia Tech in 1979 in computer science. He was he actually was very involved in school. Are we good? Yeah, it's just Virginia Tech uh, I know. I feel like it's pretty known for having crazy people it go is. to that school. I mean just two. Well, it definitely yeah, has but the other day I met a guy from Virginia Tech and he was kind of a dick, so Okay, I was gonna say I'm gonna like pick any like notable university, you can find some. It's yeah, uh yeah, but Virginia Tech I feel I mean that school really has some bad juju, as my mom would say. It's uh Well I think the thing is they have how to be a dickhead one oh one and that's like a just a baseline class. <laughs> it's it's not even an elective required. <laughs> yeah. Um just kidding. We love you, Virginia Tech. Yeah, we these two people. We understand that it's a prereq into being a shithead. One oh two. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, he was actually very involved there. He was the treasurer of the Bible Club, co-captain of the Chess Club, member of the Science Club, and in the a cappella choir. Oh, that's why he has that haircut. I, I, I say this as someone who's been in many choirs. I've stated very openly that I feel like anyone in an acapella group is a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, that's going a little far. It might just be I mean, because my ex me, was have in you, an acapella group. Seen... Oh, that's there. You go. Okay, but what about Pitch Perfect? Because Aka Awesome. The first two are good. Well, yeah, the cool. first one's good. The first one's second good. one is good music. The first one's good. The second, exactly. The second one, I think, is just for the music. But, um. And the third one, who who sees the third one? I don't know anybody so, who saw that one. No. So here, here is where Paige is going to have a little bit more information than I will. Um, they are devout followers of the Quiverful movement and <gasps> go ahead, keep going, keep <laughs> going, keep Pentecostalism. Going. So, so you oh. asked me about Pentecostalism. You didn't ask me about Quiverful. So finish well, your sentence, and then it is okay. popping off. Okay, so Quiverful Movement is like the anti-church of euthanasia. They are all about procreation. And um, they see children as a blessing from God. They don't believe in any form of birth control, including natural family planning. Um, They believe you should have as many kids as you can, which these people clearly did. And they were actually trying for number 14, which, thank (sighs) God, that didn't happen. (sighs) Um, But Paige, I'm going to let... 
Is what? it actually is it trying if you know that you've done it 13 other times though? <laughs> I feel like 14 you're not trying you're just like victory well, lapping. Well, here's the thing and you kid. and you can kind of see this if you ever if you're an avid TLC watcher who watches um the 19 kids and counting or whatever the number is up to at this point. Jesus. Um at a certain point when when you're a person with lady parts or with, you know, ovaries and shit, uh, your body's not built to carry babies forever. Mm-hmm. You know, that well, stuff yeah. does start to kind of wear down. So you do start to see slightly higher rates of birth defects and, and things like that the older you get. But with Quiverful, there's no contraception, which means that you could get pregnant at, I mean, I don't know, if you haven't had you know, menopause yet, 52. Janet Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which could be dangerous to not just the baby's health, but to your health. I mean, obviously, if you do and you want to get pregnant, then that's your choice. Partner with your doctor. That's are they? they, They're called quiver. What is it? So quiverful. It's actually. It's it's because they're full of quivers because of all the sex they're having. No, actually. It's, It's a reference to a passage in the Bible that... (laughs) Um, essentially refers to children as plentiful as the arrows in your quiver. Quiver being the thing you would use to carry arrows. Oh. So that you would want a quiver full of children to defeat the enemy. They want to essentially outbreed non-Christians. And I'm being 100% real with you. The Bible told me to use my kids as ammunition, so I invented a kid gun. Ex- yeah, so I could defeat the dinosaurs and the homosexuals. Like, yeah. that, yes, that is exactly it. This gun shoot 52 kids a second. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. So I'm, Sorry, I'm picturing one of those t-shirt guns at like sporting <laughs> events. <laughs> That's exactly what I was picturing, too. Good yeah, call. that is about the gist of it. So... When you bring Pentecostalism into the mix, that's even a little bit something different in and of itself. It ranges from being just very highly conservative Christian where like they're not women are allowed to cut their hair or wear makeup. So like uh I went to high school. Well, yeah, like I I went to high school with a girl who was gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, and she had hair to her ankles that Gross. she would just wear up in a bun basically all the time marie just thinks it's gross because she would have nose hair down to her ankle (laughs) (laughs) um she also had limits for like how high her skirts could be how long her sleeves could be you know part like it's all it borders on amish it was really kind of interesting because there was also like she went to our school and then we had another member of her church who was a guy who was a like, couple years older her, than her that went to our school. And they were the only like devoutly Pentecostal kids that went to our school. Most of the other kids at our school were just like boring ass regular Christians. So like uh, the guy also had to wear shirts usually cuffed to his wrists and he was on the track team. So he would wear shirts under his track uniform. And oh, wear man. Poor full guy. tights. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Imagine how hot and sweaty he would get. That sucks. I, I prefer not to. But <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, too, um, some version, some variants of Pentecostalism also believe in speaking in tongues, which oh, right. we touched on in kind of an earlier episode. 
little known fact, Jim Jones started out Pentecostal and then eventually left the Pentecostal yes. church. The thing about Pentecostal churches is when you are part of a Pentecostal church, you're not supposed to attend any other churches. So like Right, okay. Right. Um whereas like if I wanted to go to like a Lutheran church or an Episcopalian church or whatever, it, it it's kind of interesting where like with my particular brand of Christianity, I could technically go to an Episcopalian church or a Lutheran church. No one really cares that much. Um, for Pentecostalism, not the case. Like, you're Pentecostal or you're nothing, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, and Quiverful, too. Like, Quiverful is hardcore. Now, typically, I've heard of and Quiverful. And how can you be both? That's really unusual. So, I mean, you would technically be going to a quiverful Pentecostal church, which is in and of itself kind of rare. Usually quiverful is like extreme, extreme Baptist churches. So I, the fact that they're both is a little boggling to me. Probably not interesting to anybody else, but to me it's kind of No, that is interesting. That's weird. Yeah, the other thing, too, the fact that they, and, and I don't want to steal your thunder, but when we find out kind of what happened in their home... That's atypical of Quiverful families as well, because another part of your goal in having a Quiverful family is to marry your children off to other Quiverful families. Oh, not so that it perpetuates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they then have Quiverful families. So the fact that they were so isolated is very strange. It's a lot like, if I can interrupt here, it's a lot like uh, investing. So you put in your 14 kids and then you get out. I don't know. What like 27 to, kids. You get out 27 kids. I also started in the South and then ended up Baltimore at the end there. Yeah, that, that did kind of end up in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There were some R's in there that were suspect. Um, yeah. But. was okay, a little trip so, of the South for you guys. <laughs> That was fun. Um, so now you have a little bit of a background on Quiverful and Pentecostalism. Yes. Um, and her sister did say that they were experimenting with different religions. Um, and partners. Dun, dun, dun. What? They were swinging? Yes. Oh, bitch. that's very not Pentecostal. Also, her <laughs> hair. She has clearly cut her hair at some point. That's also true. not kosher within Pentecostal. And he has a precision bob. <laughs> oh, God. That haircut is so terrible. Oh, yeah. I hate that haircut. Lord um, Farquaad. He'll be a great Halloween costume. Oh, troubling. For the politically yes. incorrect. I feel like if you're going to... No, don't do it. But yes. Yeah, no, you should do it do and it. come to my Halloween party because I always dress in something pretty offensive. I'm sure I will. Last year, I was uh, I wore a Harvard sweater with a big red stain on it, and I was Harvard wine stain. Oh. <laughs> and that was right after the news had broke, so it was, it was pretty fun. That's pretty That's good, clever. actually. Yeah, that, I, I appreciate that. Um, so David Turpin, um, he oh, okay, so he made about one hundred forty thousand dollars a year working as an engineer in aeronautics defense technology person at Northrop Grumman which okay okay wait 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 wait. which 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 Northrop Grumman the one here yeah 
Yeah, he's in Paris. Uh, Why? Okay. Okay. So, this is real recent, right? That this happened? Yes. Yeah, January. So he was still working there? As of a month ago, yeah. Why do you know somebody who knows him? As of a month ago, that means that he and my stepdad were co-workers. No! Yeah. Uh. Oh my god. I might have to break the years of silence to see if we can get an update. (laughs) If ever anything was worth it, it's this. Well, the last words that I said to him were... uh, Eat a dick, fuck you. And then I left. And uh. I haven't seen or talked to him since then. Okay, here's how you break the ice. Just email him a photo of, of my David dick. Turpin. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I need to know everything. And then just leave it, <laughs> extend that to him, and uh, see if he responds. So he made $140,000 a year, which, that's a good job. But that's not right. enough. When your wife is does not work she stays at home and you have 13 children and she popping bottles or popping babies out her snatch like a blizzard yes (laughs) exactly what i was going to say (laughs) jesus christ um so they took frequent trips to disneyland which is also super expensive and not feasible on $140,000 a year by itself for 15 people. For 10 to, or for kids who are 10 and over, it's $124 a ticket and for ages 3 to 9, it's $118 a ticket. So yeah. You're talking a few so times he, a year. Here's yeah. here's a cool little here's a little thing that I that I know um Northrop Grumman regularly had employee family nights where they would give huge discounts on tickets to places like that. So he may have been going through the work because they also had a lot of um, a lot of stuff like that happen randomly. Because that's why as a kid, we used to go to Universal Studios a lot and we were really poor. It was just because we got like super discounts on the tickets through his work. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, this is um, the first that... time where I've had weird insider info <laughs> on something, and it's real. No, but weird. I, I like it. Um, so before the Turpins lived in California, they lived in a couple different places in Texas, including Rio Vista and Fort Worth. Um, the, the neighbors ended up buying the house that went into foreclosure that the Turpins lived in. And what they think happened there is one of the kids tried to escape when they lived in Texas too. And she was seen walking down the street by a neighbor who picked her up and brought her home and asked first, like, before you bring me home, can I call someone from a payphone? And they were like, no, they brought her back. So then the Turpins were gone like two days later. They just packed up and left. So they think what happened is she tried to escape. The Turpins knew. So they packed up and that was that. Right. Um, When the neighbors went inside the home, they said that there was feces everywhere. And I say feces because I I could say there's shit everywhere. But there is literal shit everywhere. everywhere. Like smeared onto the walls all over the floors the floors were rotting there were beds with ropes tied to them there were dead cats and dead dogs there was a trailer that was also on the property that i guess the turpin parents moved into once the house started to just get so messed up ironically the toilet spotless just completely. 
Um, well, the kids weren't actually really allowed to use the toilet all that much. So that was why there was poop everywhere. And oh, um, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Yo, way to go. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but what's crazy is like neighbors now have been like, oh, yeah, I saw all kinds of weird stuff. Like we saw the kids marching in their home late at night and we saw them like the kids would roll around in the grass in the front lawn in the middle of the night and then they would pack up and all pile into this van and leave. The kids were made to sleep during the day and stay up at night. And there's speculation that that was because the Turpins didn't want people to see the abuse happening. Jeez. Um, One neighbor also said that she tried to talk to them and the kids would just not say anything if she asked their names or her kid asked for like one of her little her little girl went over there and was like, "What's your name?" And the little girl was like, "I'm not allowed to tell you." They weren't allowed to talk to anybody. Jeez. And I just think it's a little strange that the neighbors were never like, "Hey, maybe we should call the police right. and do a welfare check on these kids." But um, one of the neighbors said the kids would skip instead of walk. They were super pale and appeared malnourished. Ooh. Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention is when the 17-year-old got out and called 911 from her deactivated phone, there were actually two kids that escaped, but the other one got too scared and ran back home. So thank God for this 17-year-old. Just, I don't know where she got that courage because it sounds like they've been, you yeah, know, no. literally programmed well, to... Correct me if I'm wrong. When they found her, like she escaped... But she seemed to have, like, not the IQ of a child, but just the general, like, street smarts of a child. They thought she was between 10 and 12 years old. Right. And part of that... These kids... I'm sorry. These kids... um, These kids were... Were they marked as being homeschooled or something? Yeah. By the way? Yes, they were homeschooled. Most quiverful kids are homeschooled. But but aren't are, it's my understanding that homeschool kids still have to go in at no. some point. No, no, no. That, that's the thing, and especially this is how a lot of quiverful families get around it too. They'll join what's called like a group school, so you can file like, oh, we're going to this group school, and you have to basically show some testing, but other than that, not much. Jesus Christ. So that's you see a lot of like hyper religious people homeschooling their children because it prevents them from having to learn some things that they may not agree with in regular school. David wow. Turpin ran David Turpin ran the school and um it he called it the Sandcastle Day School. Yeah. He ran the, the group school, the group like the one that all the, the home people school, in the yeah. church went. To. Yeah, well, here's okay. the thing though: there no, no, weren't no. any other, there weren't any other quiverful families around. Oh, okay. No, so yeah, it was just oh, okay. in their. So they house. were lying, but yes. Trad- traditionally, there would be usually two, three, four quiverful families together because at that point you got like sixty people, um, and then a lot of times. Like kids will marry people they met in school and stuff. I used to hate school, but that sounds awful. No, horrendous. Yeah. I also know that homeschool requirements differ from state to state. Yeah, but they're they're in California, so I know that I know part of so 
As a, again, some weird background. Uh, I was a shitty student, very obviously. Uh, and uh, I researched a lot of the laws on homeschooling and going to continuation schools and stuff like that. So I have um, knowledge of recent homeschooling stuff one being that they have to if they're being homeschooled at least go to some location where they will interact with other people at least once or twice a week and it's supposed to prevent right. stuff like this or the events of like awkward with socialization uh, well, stuff like that and the way you get around that is that you register your own house as a charter school which is what he did obviously yeah. mm-hmm. um yeah. As as horrible as this person is, and this is I'm not saying this as a good thing because as we've seen time and time again, multiple evil people have this trait. He's not dumb. No. This guy is he's got he's no. intelligent. Well, here's the other thing too. Truancy is rarely prosecuted. Mhm. It has to be reported and reported multiple times. So even if he hadn't gone through the proper channels, it's unlikely anyone would have noticed those kids were missing from school. Yeah. Especially if they'd never been. Yeah. Especially yeah, in Paris, been. California. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The cows are like, well, where's yeah. Jenny? <laughs> I think they yeah, but- moved. Whoa. <laughs> um, another thing that the neighbor said when she went into the home and saw that, saw the way it was left is there were these weird vents that led to these crawl spaces in the master bedroom closet. And she thinks that that's where they were keeping kids to punish them. Um, I know the police were only called to their house on two occasions when they lived on Hill County road. The first time was when their dog bit a four year old in the face and the child needed stitches. Um, and the dog actually had to be put down because they didn't have a rabies vaccine or any vaccines for that matter. Um, I know. Was it their four year old or somebody else's? No, somebody else's. And the second time was, uh, when two of their pigs got out and ate 55 pounds of dog food at their neighbor's house. Um, So they're probably starving their pigs too. Oh God. Did they live on farmland? I think this is when they were in Texas. Oh, okay. And they had like, uh, they had 36 acres. Jesus. Damn. 36 acres, uh, and that, but they're keeping kids in crawl spaces. Yeah, well, right. I mean, I've seen two acres of land, and that's a lot. That's, yeah, that's massive. A, yeah. yeah, that's a significant amount of land. Right. Um, so one of the things that her sister actually said is that they were their goal was to have a reality show about their family. Oh. Well, I guess they got it. This God. is about as real as it gets. Um, but Also, we they, already have that show. <laughs> well that's the thing like what do, who are you trying to outdo i mean come on so <laughs> like do you like um, the duggers what if there was shit everywhere more like honey yeah. doo-doo all over the house oh. <laughs> i'm sorry oh i'm so God. sorry um the neighbor that purchased the home also found polaroids <gasps> that had shots of the bed with ropes tied to metal railings a makeshift makeshift classroom and trash everywhere um, and another neighbor reported seeing a dead cat on their trailer stove. So what? Wait, like they were cooking it, or it had just died there? Unclear. I, I'm guessing. I mean, all died. of this is horrifying. I didn't mean to be yeah. more horrified by the cat, but like you know. No, I know what you mean. 
And what's interesting is, so when they did get arrested this time, um, their two-year-old was the only one who was not malnourished, and their two little dogs were in perfect health. <gasps> Fuck so, them. So like, they took good care of their dogs, but not their kids. That's, oh, that's fucked and up. I know. Um, the oldest one actually, so he was attending college. He right. was going to a community college, and apparently his grades were perfect and everything, but here's the catch. Louise Turpin went with him to class <gasps> and went with him, took him there, waited for him, took him home. So he was not, he was still a prisoner. That's um, also really unusual for Quiverful families. They typically only go to strict Bible universities, usually very, very small private Christian schools. Is Virginia Tech a religious college? It is not. So this started with them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it started with Is this common in these types of, like, quiverful Pentecostal families Uh, where it'll just start with one generation? Not anymore. Uh, I I mean, quiverful is not as old as people think it is. Quiverful as the movement we, like, know today has only really been around since about the late 70s, early 80s. That's why most, like, the Duggar's oldest kid is, like, my age. And they knew the guy that kind of started the movement he was the head of their church for a while um so a lot of it would be like our parents would be the first generation of people that actively decided to do this outside of like the Amish faith but like for this particular sect so when you think about it I mean at this point you're into second and third generations because like I would have kids had I been born into a quiverful full family, I would have probably at least a 10-year-old at this point. So that that's kind of what you're looking at, is that, like, the people who started it would have been the Turpin's age, and so then their kids would be perpetuating it. But very few people these days just come to it. It's kind of like there was an original clutch of families occasionally they gain new families but very rarely and then those families have now outbred into a much larger movement anyway go ahead well kind of what about what armando was saying a former classmate of david turpin actually said that um in high school he was a quote good quiet person back then and also said i don't know what happened to him but something did so It does make you wonder what happened that made David become this person. Because according to the people that knew him years before, he wasn't like this. Yeah. Well, Um, it's it's extremism. I mean, extremism of any type is problematic and troubling. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Oh, back to the Disney. Oh, okay. We'll actually touch on the abuse first. So. Another thing they would do, they starved their kids. They were only allowed to eat one meal a day. And they would put pies um, and all kinds of, like, really good food out in front of them and make them stare at it. But they wouldn't let them eat it. And they also weren't allowed to play with anything. So they would buy all these Disney toys that were all found all over the yard. They would tease them with, but they weren't allowed to play with anything. The only thing they were allowed... Because they're evil, and the only thing they were allowed to do was journal. So they found, they booked hundreds of journals into evidence, which hopefully oh, they'll be able gosh. to use in court. Um, 
And another thing, this is the most, this is one of the weirdest ones to me. They were only allowed to shower once a year. That That is just, yes. Fucking I nuts. still can't, still can't wrap my mind around that. So they're allowed to shower once a year and they would get beaten and um, in huge trouble if their parents saw them washing their hands above their wrists because that would mean they were playing in the water. Jeez. Yeah. Um, their license plates were D-Land and D-L forever, which has nothing to do with abuse, but it just still goes back to my weird, like, is this weird Disneyland obsession they had. It's, it's, it's been my working theory that any grown person who's really into Disneyland is just a, it's, they're a potential evil person. I enjoy Disneyland. Evil person. But I don't have a license plate evil person here's the thing so i have that same thought except for okay you remember katie yeah, which one i i don't i don't want to say her last well we you can edit out her last name katie you know the eight girls we knew named katie <laughs> you remember katie from our sorority because i had already i had already graduated but yes okay Katie is arguably one of the nicest and most amazing people you'll ever meet. Like, she's so great. And she's a really good mom and a great wife. And, like, not, like, a, great at her job. She's got her shit together. And that girl loves her some Disneyland. And she is normal and excelling in life. So, not all. Send police <laughs> not- to her house. Well, that's my, my current <laughs> boss is a Disney person, too. And he, like... He seems to be okay. Send police to his house. But that that said, it can get real weird real quick. It can. I think that I think that like anything, there are people who are, you know, big fans of it and then there are people who cross the line and it gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like I can only, With anything. Yeah, I only go like midweek when kids are in school, preferably when it's raining. That's my yeah, optimal Disneyland day. Because I can get on fucking every ride, no lines, no screaming children, no strollers. You know what's the best way to experience the happiest place on earth with no kids and when the weather is terrible? Yes. (laughs) It's so true, though. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, Um, Melody and I go now and we'll just like eat most of the day. We'll just eat at all the fun restaurants and get on like four rides. (laughs) And it's pretty sweet. I, I do like to I've, eat there. I don't know if the I've mentioned this. The food's pretty shitty, but I like it. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this. I've been to Disneyland once in my what? entire life. Uh, it was when I was 13, and the thing that kept playing in my mind was everything is too expensive. It's, it's well, that's pretty true. damn expensive. Yeah, I had, but that was the thing is that I, I get from talking to, I grew up in Southern California, so talking to other kids would be, Oh, yeah, we went to Disneyland all the time. Yeah. And so my first experience with Disneyland is being there at 13, spending my own money going, this is oh, not worth it no, to be no, here. No, fuck that. You got to go young when you don't have any concept that it costs money. Yeah. yeah. When it's not like $14 for a churro. The yeah. other thing, too, if you live in Southern California, you can buy discount passes. So you can go all the time. Yeah, but for I didn't, like no but they're money. not that great. Yeah. Well, when I was in college, I had the like big Mac Daddy one that included free parking <laughs> discounts on food was that the official name the mac daddy the mac daddy pass mac daddy pass but it basically like we paid for it pretty quickly in the amount of times that we went and we like it got to a point where we'd just be like yo you want to go ride space mountain in between finals and we just would 
and then we just come back. Yeah. Well, that was how it was too when I was there. I mean, we yeah. had that my my pass was like only 120 bucks for the year and now that's what it is for one ticket. Yeah, exactly. I wanna, so, I mean, well, it see was, when we it was much cheaper back then. When that I was 12 when I, years ago though. Yeah. When I was a kid uh, like maybe not kid but when i was in high school and such it, we all had like i didn't but most people had like knott's berry farm passes those are still dirt cheap and totally worth it yeah they're the best knott's I berry like farm, knott's farm. I, I have will, a universal pass right now i will stand by this knott's berry farm is the best amusement park in california uh, fucking fight me anyone any well, one I of mean, you be, nerds listening out what, there though? based like, on the well, fact that it's the best and that disneyland can <laughs> suck an ass and universal studios is boring as shit well no have i don't you want been another universal lawsuit recently? can we not say that disneyland sucks an ass <laughs> no it, just one ass <laughs> you have you been to universal recently yeah like how recent within the year Oh, okay. Then, yeah, it's kind of boring. I mean, depending on what you want to ride. I feel like there's some cool-ass Northern California parks that no one talks about. Yeah, that's true. I should say in Southern California. I mean... And I worked at Legoland. I, I do love me some knots. Knots is pretty solid. Yeah. But if you don't ride roller coasters, there's not much to do there. Well, that's the thing. It's just the most... I was okay. say. Yeah. yeah, Disneyland is fun for children. I get that. And it's good for nostalgia because you went there when you were a child. Universal Studios is cool if you like movies movies like i did and obviously right. you both did as well uh and it, it was cool that was cool i went a lot when i was a child it was great knott's berry farm though roller coasters rides fun times it's like a carnival on fucking steroids that's true jake doesn't ride coasters though so. i do i do all the time that's when i got over my fear of coasters i can't go anymore because i'm wildly too tall and fat <laughs> to go on anything we used to go for christian music night in high school anyway Sorry. Back to the sadness. <laughs> Back to the sadness. So they also really loved Las Vegas. And if you've been following this at all, you've seen the super creepy videos of them reading yes. their vows in Vegas with the Elvis. Yes. And that was the Elvis. He did it three times. His name's Kent Ripley. And Ooh. Kent is quoted as saying, this is a sad day for everybody, especially the children. I mean, they were sitting right around here three different times. They seemed to care about each other and care about the kids. They seemed to smile. The kids were smiling. They didn't hide behind themselves. They were very quiet. But, okay, I watched that video. And I'm hoping I can eventually find photos where I can see their actual faces and they're not blurred out. I know they're blurred out because they're children. But right. you can see, like... They're so pale and skinny and awkward in the way that they move. Like, you can tell that these are not, like, socialized kids. Well, and here's the other thing, too. Isn't their, yeah, isn't their oldest, like, 29? Yes, their oldest is 29, and she weighed 82 pounds. See, that's the thing. I feel like he's seeing these kids and thinking, oh, they're all 13 children. to 4. But he's seeing full-blown adults that are so malnourished. I think that's the that right yeah Ooh. that's what the doctors the doctors and the police officers were saying is that they thought these kids were all just that kids they didn't realize that a lot of them are adults um everybody thought that these were just children because they were so for years they've been malnourished they've never had the correct nutrition or anything so they are all very small and look like children even though they're not and even one of the police officers asked, do you have any pills in the home? And she was like, one of the kids who was one of the adults said, 
I don't, I don't know what you're asking. And he was like, do you have any pills, any medication? She said, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So they don't even know what medication is. They have, they're so behind. They have so much to learn. It's absolutely tragic what these kids have gone through. And what breaks my heart is that so many of them are, are older. And I don't know that they're ever going to have a sense of normalcy because they basically have to learn everything. Yeah. But in their 20s, not as children. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anytime there are cases with kids that have been mistreated this badly for this long, it's always heartbreaking because it's, I mean, it's going to be a struggle for those children to integrate into society in any kind of typical way. Yeah. Um, and so Louise Turpin's sisters have been very outspoken about how they're feeling about this whole thing. Right. Um, her sister, Teresa Robinette said that her and David, like I was telling you earlier, began experimenting with religions and sex. Louise told her that they met some guy online and went, uh, Louise went to go have sex with him in this hotel. And a year later, David took Louise back to the same hotel so that he could have sex with her in the same bed that that guy had sex with her in. Ooh. I know. It's super gross. Wait, a year Uh, later? Yeah, it's like the year anniversary of that affair. I mean, ugh. Weirdly enough, same sheets. They didn't wash them. Yeah, that was going to be, I was like, dude, I'd hope they changed the sheets. But then I was like, it's a hotel, so maybe not. It's a I think it was a motel, so oh, so I would definitely not. To say no. <laughs> All right, let's not talk too much shit on motels, please. <laughs> hotel, uh, motel, Holiday Inn, Holiday Inn. Um, um. So, so s- essentially, he, they were into cuckolding, and then he also wanted to have sex in that same bed. Right, but I don't even know if it was. I couldn't confirm if it was straight cuckolding or if he like waited downstairs. I don't know if he watched or not. Ugh. I mean, if but, that's if that is your thing, not to kink shame. I'm just picturing him having sex with anyone, and it's really grossing me out. Yeah, I also well, feel like we didn't do this enough. The woman, the wife uh, of the 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 Ms. Mrs. Turpin, if you will, um, disgusting person, just a disgusting looking human being. I, not even her looks. I'm not going to go after her looks. Oh, I will. She's but, gross. But she did horrifying things to people and that to me makes her pretty disgusting. Yeah, but I'm just saying. She did, but also she, I think she's physically like, maybe, I don't know if it's because her personality is so bad and because what she did is so bad, but I don't think she's an attractive woman. She looks like an evil witch to me. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a lot of the hair. She's got, she's got like a, like an evil witch dude yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I mean, if that's the way you choose to have your hair, you can have your hair that way, but just know that it has a connotation. I think it, I think (laughs) it's a matter of inside out, you know, you're just that terrible inside. It's going to manifest itself by being literally one of the ugliest people in Paris, California. And that's hard. It's Paris, California. She, to be honest, she really reminded me of a customer that I used to have at my old job who... Um, was going through a painful divorce and would just like come and talk to anyone who would listen for hours. And it was oh, kind God. of a problem because it was like, are you going to buy anything? Cause... There's like nine other people I could be helping. Right. Um, but she had like a weird soft spoken like, yes, I'm looking for. And it was just the weirdest thing in the world. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that happens a lot in retail. People kind of would use us as therapists because it's like 
we we can't leave exactly (laughs) they're being so nice to me that's what we're paid for stop it i i I literally cannot leave um but anyway so that sister is pissed and has and said quote she's dead to me i just want to protect my nieces and nephews good for her yeah her way to be an awesome aunt oh yeah her other sister though elizabeth flores who said she begged to see her nieces and nephews and Louise always shut that down says that she's still her sister and loves her because quote, she is blood. I don't agree with what she did and her actions made the whole family suffer, but I want her to know I'm praying for her salvation. So she's obviously got some religious ties. Um, right. Right. But which um, here's my thing I, is like, you can hope for her salvation, but you still need to try and find a way to make things right. Like, like her being saved doesn't undo the consequences of her actions. Oh, absolutely not. Um, and here's something else that's super creepy. Um, so that same sister, Elizabeth Flores in Texas, several years ago, she went to go stay with them and David would always watch her shower. Oh, she said it was like a joke. He never touched me or anything. Okay, fucking gross. Wait, so you're saying you're saying this new bit that I'm doing where I watch my aunt shower? That's not a good. That's not a good joke. Creepy. Okay, that is. Well, it's really hard to do it at open mics anyway. This makes me think that he watched when the cuckolding thing went down because I think he's a voyeur. Yeah, I definitely think he's a voyeur. But like, that is so creepy to me. If my brother-in-law tried to pull some shit like that, it would not go over well. That is so. So scary. I don't have any siblings in law, but yeah, that would not fly. <laughs> no, it would not fly. It is not okay. Yeah. Um. So it's not like a joke or whatever, right? <laughs> As she said. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. This isn't really important, but I really want to include the quote from the Taco Bell employee that came forward. Yes. <laughs> it was simply. I saw them literally almost every day. <laughs> Wait, okay, so they're eating a Taco Bell. Wait, all of them? I don't know. I think just the parents. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, they carted all 20-whatever of them into Taco Bell every day. At some point, someone had to call the cops over the fucking smell. Well, that's true. Right? Um, I just, I just picture this Taco Bell employee, though. I saw them literally almost every day. <laughs> I just, I can see it. That's true. It is like this Southern California. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can like hear it. Me too. Do you need any sauce packets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want like spicy or I mean mild? Yeah. We have literally everything. <laughs> um, this is the most offensive <laughs> line of talk that I can hear today. Dude. Dude. <laughs> There's a Taco Bell down the street. I literally go and test this hypothesis. I literally saw them every single day, just like I can see the new, for a limited time only, Taco Bell Nacho Fries. <laughs> How are they? Did you oh. try them? I haven't. I haven't okay, yet. I'm really curious. As really to quote Paige, them. there's a Taco Bell down the street. We can put this hypothesis to the test. This is true. Will you guys get? Will you guys go get Nacho Fries later and tell me if they're good? Probably not tonight because we got this 
like bomb ass sandwich going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, Where's uh, this sandwich from? Yeah, uh, this sandwich is from Bay City's Deli in Santa Monica. Not a sponsor, but if you go there, tell them we sent you. So maybe we can get free sandwiches. Yeah, sometime. amazing. They're sandwiches. gonna be like. I mean, like, They're fucking be like, who sent you? What podcast? They don't need um, our help. There's don't... lines out the door. The only way to go is to order. Yeah, we're actually hindering their process. Yeah. Some, um, okay, so at one point, the kids were in school. I don't know. This maybe was in Texas, maybe California. It's unclear. But um, a former classmate of one of the girls took to Facebook to post that he had quote, an overwhelming sense of guilt and shame over how the girl was treated. He said people treated her, or sorry, teased her for smelling bad, but she, quote, quite literally had to sit in her own waist because she was chained to her bed. He also said she was still one of the most pleasant people I have had the opportunity to meet. She had this whimsical optimism to her that couldn't be dampened, couldn't be doused no matter what anybody threw at her. He wow. said she often wore the same – oh, this is actually another student – said that she often wore the same purple outfit and dirt-stained jeans that were too small. And that classmate remembers seeing another classmate throwing her around like a rag doll. Mm. Was, it makes me really – I mean, I, it's it's awful. I'm sure these kids were bullied and – well, here's here's what really frustrates me because my mom is a teacher. I think it's come up on the show before. And if she saw somebody routinely coming to school, not clean, that's clearly malnourished. Yes. They call CPS. Like my I mom know. has had to call CPS more times than she would prefer. For sure. 100%. But that's that's your obligation to somebody who sees that kid every day. And the fact that that didn't happen is really upsetting. It's also... Well, that's... It's not to... Okay, again, this is maybe devil's advocate for people that are literally the devil. Uh, but they're going to school... If, if in Paris, California, they're going to school, they're going to school around people who have farms, work on farms, right, do right. stuff around farms... Uh, and then uh, if they live on, what, 36 acres of land and they have pigs and shit, they probably also do some farming work. Yeah, but, so, I mean, she's 82 pounds Yeah, exactly. Teenager. They could, but, I mean, it's not, it's not a very, it's not very rich. It's yeah. not very well-cultured. And I can talk shit on Paris, California, because they haven't even gotten computers yet. So there's no way <laughs> that they'll hear this, but it's not very a very good area it's it's a lot of people that do meth and stuff so i'm sure the criteria for what constitutes send it's a perfect way to describe it it's the deep south of california yeah 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 so but i mean even in texas it's the thing that bothers me most about this is nobody said anything and the signs were there. I mean, the fact that all these people are coming out of the woodworks to be like, oh, yeah, I saw this and this and this and this. And you never thought to say anything yes. to anyone about it. If you see that, shit, like, oh, now? say shit. I mean, absolutely. And it's, that's what pisses me off. I mean, all these people are all too happy to give their name and a full quote. But where were you when they needed you? Yeah. So that's what makes me angry. This one neighbor actually said he saw them. I kind of touched on it a little bit ago, but he would see them marching up and down the stairs in a line formation like they're in the military in the middle of the night, all the kids. Uh-huh. I mean, something weird's going yeah, on. Yeah, call I mean, somebody. Yeah, it just um, oh, frustrates me. Yeah. I feel really bad for these kids. Yeah. Um, 
the doctors did say they are so severely malnourished that their physical and mental capacity is severely uh, damaged. Yeah. Um, so these these kids are not going to have an easy go of it. Um, but as of right now, the Turpins have there's a restraining order. They cannot speak to the kids, <clears throat> which is good. Yeah. Um, on January 28th, they're charged with 12 counts of torture, 12 counts of false imprisonment, seven counts of abuse on a dependent adult, six counts of child abuse. And David Turpin received an additional charge of lewd acts on a child 14 or and under. So he was also sexually abusing Ooh. what at least one of the kids. Um, yeah, it's pretty brutal. I can't really confirm... Every source has a different bail amount, but I'm seeing anywhere from <clears throat> nine to twelve million. Each. Jeez, that's huge. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah. Um, their next court date is set for February 23rd. Their plea hearing was on the on January 14th, and they did plea not guilty. Oh, and the other thing. So when she was arrested, I told you she was smiling. She was also spitting and coughing a lot which apparently are things that are used quite a bit in pentecostal yeah um exorcisms yes mm-hmm. so that's of interest yeah that is interesting Oof, the fact they pled yeah. not guilty like that's offensive like how can you i know right like how can you even i mean the the physical evidence is yeah. overwhelming yeah I mean, there is there is no way out of this. You can't shag your way out of this and just say it wasn't you. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no way. Um, so these are some truly evil people. And I think it'll be interesting to see what else comes out uh, over the next several months while this plays out in court. I just, um, I can't wait for them to go to prison and have uh, all their hair shaved off when they get entered into the system. I don't think they still do that. Oh, they don't? Well, this is this is my first announcement. Uh, Armando Torres running for governor. Uh, my main platform is shaving the heads of the Turpin family. Nope, just these two. Yeah, just these two. Also, um, a little bit more systems put in place to help the homeless in California, but mainly, mainly the other one, mainly the shaving of the heads of two people. Yeah, it's a. Uh... They'll definitely get their their karma back tenfold, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's uh, pretty scary. But those are the Turpins. That's what I have so far, and that's we'll keep you guys updated. Alrighty. Well, well so that is what we know, and we will keep you updated. Don't yeah. Don't uh. Don't drink the. God, all of everything in this episode was gross. Yeah, and don't get yeah, the Disneyland terrible. pass. There. <laughs> No, I'm probably going to cut a lot of that, too. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah don't, also a p- potential lawsuit. Yeah, I guess just don't drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, just, just don't drink I Kool-Aid, Don't drink guys. anything the Turpins give you. It's not sanitary. Don't drink anything. Never mind. I was going to say something, and then it was going to fall flat, so fuck it. Just don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> don't drink the Gatorade from the downstairs vending machine at that motel that that guy's wife got fucked at. Ooh, that was a long way go. to go for that. that. Was a long way to go. <laughs> Don't drink it. Bye. Bye. Bye.